Hello race fans and welcome to Disc Golf Daily. Today is Friday, February 23rd and the Disc Golf Pro Tour starts up again today. We are the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf growth and news in just 10 minutes. If you find something interesting, share it with a friend. Today we will be setting expectations on stats. Stay tuned for that after the news. Our number one news story of the day, the PDGA has announced that they have official world rankings again. It appears as though they did their homework this time. They worked with Mark Brody, the man who was the lead architect of the official world golf ranking, and he took the same principles and applied them to disc golf. Thank you, Mark. We will take your efforts and apply them to our unified world rankings, which we will release every Thursday. Our number two news story of the day, Stokely Discs, again. We mentioned on Tuesday that the PDJ has approved two discs by Stokely Discs, the Wren and the Cardinal. I didn't think anything special of it because Scott Stokely has put out discs in the past. However, it appears as though this is a new company. It also appears as though he's having somebody else manufacture them. I mean, besides Gateway, maybe. No reason to think that except for this looks like a new product. I am intrigued by his community-based flight ratings. It'll be interesting to see how that works out, what kind of time frame it is, how many people can submit answers, what if people skew it. Anyway, it's an intriguing idea, once again, from Scott Stokely. And I will close by saying I think the graphic designer killed the logo. Well done. Our number three story of the day, Kipasuo Pro in Hainola, Finland, is the number two course in the world, moving up from number 10 last year. It's designed by the Lords of Disc Golf, with Posse Koiva as lead consultant, People from 18 countries came to play this course in 2023. 20 years ago, a group of three friends built the course. Just three guys going into the woods with chainsaws. Then one of their dads built 50 or so baskets by hand, apparently using a kilometer of chain. Then the town decided to give them a little bit more support. And then in 2018, they got their big break and won a grant that helps build up community projects in rural Finland. They used the grant money to work with Disc Golf Park to build out three courses for three different skill levels. And today, they are the number two course in the world. Thank you for your efforts, Lords of Disc Golf. And closing out the news section, Green Splatter has a really fun article saying, don't forget to play. As always, links in the show notes to each of these stories. Lucas points out that watching is fun, but playing is more fun. Enjoy the tour, argue about the tour, play fantasy on Skip Ace, but don't forget why we love this sport. Get out and play also. Uh, Last week I talked about subscribing to DGN, why I think it's worthwhile, and I said watch and grow the sport. Lucas reminds us we should also play and grow the sport. Thank you for the timely reminder. Okay, you remember how I said that uh, that was the last news story? 
Actually, I've got one more. I want to run through the five discs, actually four discs in a basket that were approved by the PDGA. Discraft had the Zone GT. It's a zone with a ringer top approved. Prodigy has a new M3 that has been approved. And interestingly enough, a company, I don't know how to pronounce this. It looks like it might be pronounced Tefat, T-E-F-A-T, had a disc called the M3.1 approved. So Prodigy's M3 and Tefat's M3.1. It's a, uh, a 1.9 centimeter uh, wing I would call it out a fairway driver. The M maybe implies they think it's a mid. Uh, I cannot find anything about Tafat on the interwebs. So if you know anything, let me know. And then Full Circle Re Enterprises has released what they call the Pro 28. I'm guessing it's a 28 chained basket. It looks gorgeous. And I'm guessing that might be Jeff Homburg's backyard. And then I saved the best for last. The most intriguing new disc that got approved yesterday is the Chickadee from Grassland Discs. This disc has a rim thickness of one centimeter. That is tiny. Um, flight ratings on it are 2303. It looks like it might be made out of a, it might be a 3D printed disc, actually. I, I'm not 100% sure of that. I'm just basing, basing this off of a picture. Again, when I look and for grassland discs, uh, I get a bunch of um, a bunch of country western songs on YouTube videos. No news on who Grassland Discs is, but they've got a disc approved. Look for them coming out sometime in the future. So I want to close the week with a quick thought about stats and live coverage. As we settle in to watch the Chess.com Invitational, I'm reminded of Evan Kern's appearance on Staggered Stance a week or two ago. He said we should expect a similar experience to what we are currently getting, or what we were getting with UDISC and DGN and the DGPT stats-wise. I would love if that happens, but I'm not going to count on it. Evan also said that there's a new option to obtain distance to target on every throw. Hopefully this gets used more and more throughout the season, but again, I'm not counting on it. We tried this in 2016, and the live scorers did not like inputting this data. Evan said that there are three ways to put in the, the data. You've got range finding, uh, you've got GPS, and you've got using obstacles or objects where you know the distance and you can, you can base the distance that you input on that obstacle. As a live scorer, I'm going to say they need to pick one, train the scorers on it, keep on training. It's new and it's not easy. If this happens uh, more than it happened last season, I will be very excited, but I'm not counting on it. I'm also excited to see the new playoff structures uh, with the new aggregate rule. It'll be fun to be able to watch the new playoff structures in PDGA Live and presumably on DGPT.com as well. In 2019, the Pro Tour made a lot of changes to the media and things went poorly. There are things inside of our control sometimes that don't go right and there are things outside of our control that 
sometimes we don't anticipate. This year, there is a huge change, not just in the DGN platform, but also in the UDISC to PDGA conversion for the statistics. We should temper our expectations. Data sharing will probably be improved where the Pro Tour has access and, and ownership of the stats. Gambling might be easier to implement. The PDGA has a quality data tech team. I have faith in them. But again, it's the first event with a lot of new cogs spinning. Some things I anticipate may not quite be ready. There won't be any easy way for us to quickly look at historical data, whether it be for players or courses. Statmando will be able to do it for the broadcast, but I like to look stuff up myself, and I'm going to have to go to a different website, namely UDISC, to get historical stuff. I expect there will be no odds of winning ticker. I don't think that was an easy calculation, and I would guess that won't be in existence quite yet. I would be happily surprised if we get strokes gained driving or putting. Again, I don't expect that yet. If we get names, scores, and a leaderboard, that's a good start. As long as I know who's throwing, how far behind the leader they are, and what throw it is, I can take it from there. Once we get that, we can grow from there. We did it once, we can do it again. It just might take a little time. Let's enjoy and be patient. And that is it for us today. We can't wait to talk to you all again on Monday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the tournament. Get out and play. If you have any thoughts, news, or opinions, shoot us an email at discgolfdaily at aol.com. Have fun, throw them straight, and hit the thin gap.